Welcome to Season 2 of the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is October 22nd, 2020. To all of you, whether you're new to the podcast or you're my day ones, gather yourselves and come on in church. Welcome. God bless you and I love you. So let us get into it. So... In the previous podcast, I told you guys how I had decided not to date anymore because I don't want any distractions, I don't want any stress, I don't want anything added to my plate with me working and taking um, the prerequisite for the nursing degree, degree program online and me starting my e-commerce business excuse me I have enough there's times when I'm up to like one o'clock in the morning working on my business and studying on top of that I try to keep up with my prayer my affirmations my um, uh, Bible readings I try to take a moment for myself. There's things I need to do personally, you know. And so to add someone else to or add something else to my plate that is really coming to take away instead of adding would not be beneficial to me. So then my brother comes along with this friend and the friend likes me and my brother vouches for him. I so, said, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a good guy. He's actually um, pretty decent. I said, okay. Since you give him a stamp of approval, I'm going to see what happens. And so this gentleman is telling me sweet nothings. <laughs> When I turn my phone on in the morning, he is the first person popping up in my phone with a text message. Throughout the day, we're communicating with each other. Before I go to bed at night, he's the last person that I talk to. <clears throat> he's telling now. I don't think ten day ten days has gone by, tribe. I really don't. And within this short amount of time. He feels it in his spirit that I'm his soulmate. He got a good feeling about me. And he's going off of his feeling. He loves me. I'm his queen. I'm his wife. He's remaining abstinent for me. I'm no longer on the market. And all this here stuff, right? He's sending me memes with these quotes on it that says one of them said something like um a man with a vision needs a woman with dreams or some crap mess like that then there's memes with a king and a queen on it and like all sorts of stuff and so i'm noticing He's not saying to me, let's go out on a date. 
Let's go somewhere for the weekend for a change of scenery. With everything happening with the pandemic and, you know, the civil unrest, racial injustices, your work, maybe we can use um, a change of scenery. Though we can't go far, but we know that we got Friday after we get off of work until Sunday evening. So let's go grab a hotel and go somewhere that's peaceful. Maybe something overlooking the city. Maybe something that overlooks, you know, water, whatever. Let's just do so. That never came out of his mouth. You know what came out of his mouth? Oh, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to spend the night. I said, no, you're not. That's not what's going to happen. That's not something that's going to happen. And he says, oh, I know that you're not ready. I said, I'm okay with us um, meeting up with each other. But the overnight part definitely is not something that's on my to-do list. So it's quite interesting how he invited himself not only to my house, but to my vagina on top of that, without spending any money. Let me tell you something, tribe. A man's greatest investment in a woman is his time and his money. If a man is not doing both of those things, you should be raising an eyebrow. And so he says, oh, I see that you don't trust me. Do you have trust issues? Did I do something that caused you to not trust me? We hadn't um, gotten together with each other. So no, you didn't do anything. Uh, trust is something that's earned over time. Like, and you didn't do anything to give me a reason to trust you. Does that make sense? And I never heard from him after that. I'm sure I'll hear from him again. But I didn't hear from him after that. And so I was just thinking. He sure did a lot of emotional things in such a short amount of time. And it reminded me of this guy that I had met maybe a year and a half ago. And he was trying to capture my emotions. He was trying to tap into my emotions. He would send me videos of him driving, uh, pictures with him and his mother, pictures with him and his dog. He would tell me about his job. He was always calling me and always texting me. But he never spent any money. We never went on a date. There was a lot that was happening over the phone. We never did FaceTime. And this current guy is the same way. We never did a FaceTime. Why you, why, why you didn't think of doing a WhatsApp video chat? We didn't get together to go on a date. What do you think you're doing? My standards to get my vagina is so high. No one's just going to finesse me and tap into my emotions and you rolling around in a bed with me. No, you're going to have to invest something in me so that I know you have intentions on sticking around. 
If I don't see those things happening, ain't going to be no good loving body rocking, knocking boots all night long. Sorry. I'm not sorry. And I don't know what's going on with these men over the last two, three years that they're trying to get a woman to trust them. It's like that's, it's like it's a key for them. Like if I can get a woman to trust me, I can get anything out of her and I can do anything to her. So the question becomes, what do you want? So anyhow, the guy that I met about a year and a half ago that was trying to tap into my emotions, I wasn't buying it. And then I noticed that he didn't have patience, like zero patience. So one day he contacted me and told me, oh, my mother had gotten into an accident. I have to go out to Germany. You know, don't worry about me. I went to the bank. I took care of everything. I'm fine. And I said to myself, I ain't never give a fuck to begin with. So why are you telling me don't worry about you? I ain't never give a fuck. You ain't, you didn't do anything to, to earn nothing from me. So I said, okay, have a safe trip. The man sent me a picture of a woman who was unconscious, bloody, a neck brace on. In a totaled out car. And I thought, I was saying, God forbid that he's lying. God forbid. God forbid. The next thing I knew, he was asking me to give him $5,000. No, not give it to him, but let him borrow it. And I said to him, I don't even know where you work at. I've never been to your um, place of residence. We never went out on a date or anything. Like, why would I give you $5,000? And he said, oh, you don't trust me. And the next thing I knew, it was like he fell off of the face of the earth. Never heard from him again after that. Actually, the number was no longer in service. So this current guy is reminding me of the one that I met about a year and a half ago. And I'm saying, like, what's the rush? What are you rushing into? Like, what's really going on? Oh, you got trust issues. No, I don't have trust traumatizers. No, I just know how you men are. Y'all say one thing, but y'all actions be doing another. Y'all are one way before y'all get the coochie, and then after y'all get the coochie, it completely changes. The same thing y'all do with other women, y'all do with all women. Y'all recycle things. These memes that you sent me are old as hell. I remember them circulating around Facebook like in early 2000. And you still have them. So I know that if you gave them to me, you gave them to the other girl and the other girl and the other girl and the other girl and the other girl. What makes me so different from the other girls? You got a good feeling about me? I'm used to men having a good feeling about me and saying, oh, the vibe that I have with you, I hadn't gotten, you know, in a very long time and it feels good. And I want to go with that vibe. And then they choose somebody else over me. So I'm not even going for, I got good energy. I know I got good energy. I know I don't come with a lot of things that, a lot of black women 
come with. I know that. And at the end of the day, I know the outcome of what happens when it comes to me and dating. So, I've set new standards for myself. Nobody gets wife privileges from me. Nobody gets the coochie. It has to be earned. Invest in it with time and money. And I'm not going to be the initiator. I'm not pursuing a man. I'm not doing it. Because at the end of the day, what happens with me and dating is the man ends up choosing somebody else. And when that don't work out, you know what he does, tribe? He doesn't delete my number. He comes back to me. But he waits for the holidays to come around. And, and I get a text message. Happy New Year. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. They never say happy birthday because they don't know what my birthday is, when my birthday is. Then they go, oh, how have you been? Because they want to see if I'm single or not. I'm always single. But that don't mean I'm going to allow you to come to me because things didn't work out with your last chick. You chose her over me. You thought the grass was greener over there. She played games with you. She stressed you out. She did this and she did that. But when you was over here, you had peace. But you chose drama and chaos over peace. So don't come over here now. I don't accept it. I'm nobody's plan B. But that's what's been happening to me since my teenage years. I'm the friend that never has the, a boyfriend. That's me. So the new guy, he says to me, oh, I really like you. What I got to do to get you? You know what I said to him, Chad? This is what I said. And I want you women to write this down. Remember it. I said to him, treat me the way that you treat yourself and protect me the same way that you protect your money. Well, the next day I get a text message from him. I'm going to do all of that and more. I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to be on you like white on rice or what he called it. Um, uh, um, a cheap polyester suit. And the minute he realized that I wasn't buying into him finessing me, it was, oh, I'm going to fall back. What happened to the love? I thought you loved me. So you're going to fall back on the person that you love? This is why I don't be listening to the things that men say. You, like, you can't finesse me. Been there and done that. Y'all got so men, got so many, like, little tricks up their sleeve. But if I do to them what they do to me, they run in another direction. So why should I accept the things that they do? And then this guy, he says to me, oh, I'm going to move in with you. I said, we can buy a house together. And it, that, that shit, it, let me tell you, it hit him in his gut and he kept quiet. So you keep coming over here, trying to finesse me, 
trying to tap into my emotions and I keep hitting you with womanhood, adulthood, maturity, things that make logical sense. And you you running in a whole nother direction. Now you want to fall back? Where's the love? I thought you was going to be on me like a cheap polyester suit, bruh. What happened? People, for some, I don't know what's going on with men, like I said, that over the past two or three years, they've been trying to tap into a woman's emotions and get that woman to trust them. Why? What do you want? What do you want? So when I see a man doing that, I just, I just sit there and I just watch. I know eventually he's going to go away because that always happens to me. At least I can keep my dignity by saying, okay, I never gave him my money. I never let him move in with me. I never gave him my coochie. I could keep my dignity that way. So this is just something that was on my mind and I just wanted to just come on and share that with you guys. This is what season two is about. The things that I learn on a day-to-day basis. I want to share it with my cousins, my online cousins. So tribe, I don't expect anything <laughs> to come out of this situation. <laughs> I expect it to disappear like everyone else do. Today is the 22nd. I expect him to be gone before November 1st. (laughs) But again, I get to keep my dignity by knowing that I didn't give him any money. I kept my coochie to myself and I didn't allow him to move in with me. And that's another thing. Why do men always want to move in with women, particularly black men? Why do they always want to move in with women? Why don't they say, let me get a house. So when I meet a woman with an apartment, she could come and move into the house. That's an upgrade. She should see that her life levels up with me. But that's not what happens with most black men. I don't know what it is. I really don't. But... Don't allow anyone to move in with you. I don't care if you can't afford to pay your bills. You're still there. And you can't afford it. You're still there. So, if y'all can't get a house together, if y'all can't both move out of where y'all live at and get something together, a co-op, a condo, something, a house It has to be an upgrade. When a man invests money into a woman, he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. It's kind of like ownership for a man. So he's not going anywhere. Anyhow, shalom, cousins. Until I come back again.